Section 15 of the Journey of Coronado, 1540-1542. Parts 1 and 2 of the Letter from Coronado to Mendoza, August 3, 1540. Translated by George Parker Winship. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The account given by Francisco Vasquez de Coronado, Captain General of the Force, which was sent in the name of His Majesty to the newly discovered country, of what happened to the expedition after April 22nd of the year 1540, when he started forward from Culiacan, and of what he found in the country through which he passed. 1. Francisco Vasquez starts from Culiacan with his army, and after suffering various inconveniences on account of the badness of the way, reaches the Valley of Hearts, where he failed to find any corn, to procure which he sends to the valley called Sonora. He receives an account of the important Valley of Hearts, and of the people there, and of some lands lying along the coast. On the 22nd of the month of April last, I set out from the province of Culiacan with a part of the army, having made the arrangements of which I wrote to your lordship. Judging by the outcome, I feel sure that it was fortunate that I did not start the whole of the army on this undertaking, because the labors have been so very great and the lack of food such that I do not believe this undertaking could have been completed before the end of the year, and that there would be a great loss of life if it should be accomplished. For, as I wrote to your lordship, I spent eighty days in traveling to Cibola, during which time I and the gentlemen of my company, who were horsemen, carried on our backs and on our horses a little food, in such wise that, after leaving this place, none of us carried any necessary effects weighing more than a pound. For all this, and although we took all possible care and forethought of the small supply of provisions which we carried, it gave out, and this is not to be wondered at, because the road is rough and long, and what with our arquebuses, which had to be carried up the mountains and hills, and in the passage of the rivers the greater part of the corn was lost and since i send your lordship a drawing of this route i will say no more about it here thirty leagues before reaching the place which the father provincial spoke so well of in his report i sent melchior diaz forward with fifteen horsemen ordering him to make but one day's journey out of two so that he could examine everything there before I arrived. He traveled through some very rough mountains for four days, and did not find anything to live on, nor people, nor information about anything, except that he found two or three poor villages with twenty or thirty huts apiece. From the people here he learned that there was nothing to be found in the country beyond, except the mountains which continued very rough, entirely uninhabited by people. And because this was labor lost, I did not want to send your lordship an account of it. The whole company felt disturbed at this, that a thing so much praised, and about which the father had said, 
so many things should be found so very different and they began to think that all the rest would be of the same sort when i noticed this i tried to encourage them as well as i could telling them that your lordship had always thought that this part of the trip would be a waste of effort and that we ought to devote our attention to those seven cities and the other provinces about which we had information that these should be the end of our enterprise with this resolution and purpose we all marched cheerfully along a very bad way where it was impossible to pass without making a new road or repairing the one that was there which troubled the soldiers not a little considering that everything which the friar had said was found to be quite the reverse because among other things which the father had said and declared he said that the way would be plain and good and that there would be only one small hill of about half a league and the truth is that there are mountains where however well the path might be fixed they could not be crossed without there being great danger of the horses falling over them and it was so bad that a large number of the animals which your lordship sent as provision for the army were lost along this part of the way on account of the roughness of the rocks the lambs and wethers lost their hoofs along the way and i left the greater part of those which i brought from culiacan at the river of lachimi the yaqui river because they were unable to travel and so that they might proceed more slowly four horsemen remained with them who have just arrived they have not brought more than twenty-four lambs and four wethers the rest died from the toil although they did not travel more than two leagues daily i reached the valley of hearts at last on the twenty-sixth day of the month of may and rested there a number of days between culiacan and this place i could sustain myself only by means of a large supply of corn-bread because i had to leave all the corn as it was not yet ripe in this valley of hearts we found more people than in any part of the country which we had left behind and a large extent of tilled ground there was no corn for food among them but as i heard that there was some in another valley called sonora which i did not wish to disturb by force i sent melchior Diaz with goods to exchange for it so as to give this to the friendly indians whom we brought with us and to someone who has lost their animals along the way and had not been able to carry the food which they had taken from culiacan by the favor of our lord some little corn was obtained by this trading which relieved the friendly indians and some spaniards ten or twelve of the horses had died of overwork by the time that we reached this valley of hearts because they were unable to stand the strain of carrying heavy burdens and eating little some of our negroes and some of the indians also died here which was not a slight loss for the rest of the expedition they told me that the valley of hearts is a long five days journey from the western sea 
i sent to summon indians from the coast in order to learn about their condition and while i was waiting for these the horses rested i stayed there four days during which the indians came from the sea who told me that there were seven or eight islands two days journey from that sea coast directly opposite well populated with people but poorly supplied with food and the people were savages they told me that they had seen a ship pass not very far from the land i do not know whether to think that it was the one which was sent to discover the country or perhaps some portuguese two they come to chichilticale after having taken two days rest they enter a country containing very little food and hard to travel for thirty leagues beyond which the country becomes pleasant and there is a river called the river of the flax del lino they fight against the indians being attacked by these and having by their victory secured the city they relieve themselves of the pangs of their hunger i set out from the hearts and kept near the sea-coast as well as i could judge but in fact i found myself continually further off so that when i reached chichilticale i found that i was fifteen days journey distant from the sea although the father provincial had said that it was only five leagues distant and that he had seen it we all became very distrustful and felt great anxiety and dismay to see that everything was the reverse of what he had told your lordship the indians of chichilticale say that when they go to the sea for fish or for anything else that they need they go across the country and that it takes them ten days and this information which i have received from the indians appears to me to be true the sea turns toward the west directly opposite the hearts for ten or twelve leagues where i learned that the ships of your lordship had been seen which had gone in search of the port of chichilticale which the father said was on the thirty-fifth degree god knows what i have suffered because i fear that they may have met with some mishap if they follow the coast as they said they would as long as the food lasts which they took with them of which i left them a supply at culiacan and if they have not been overtaken by some misfortune i maintain my trust in god that they have already discovered something good for which the delay which they have made may be pardoned i rested for two days at chichilticale and there was good reason for staying longer because we found that the horses were becoming so tired but there was no chance to rest longer because the food was giving out i entered the borders of the wilderness region on st john's eve and for a change from our past labors we found no grass during the first days but a worse way through mountains and more dangerous passages than we had experienced previously the horses were so tired that they were not equal to it so that in this last desert we lost more horses than before and some indian allies and a spaniard called spinoza besides two negroes 
died from eating some herbs because the food had given out i sent the army master don garcia lopez de cardenas with fifteen horsemen a day's march ahead of me in order to explore the country and prepare the way which he accomplished like the man that he is and agreeably to the confidence which your lordship has had in him i am the more certain that he did so because as i have said the way is very bad for at least thirty leagues and more through impassable mountains but when we had passed these thirty leagues we found fresh rivers and grass like that of castile and especially one sort like what we call scaramonio many nut and mulberry trees but the leaves of the nut trees are different from those of spain there was a considerable amount of flax near the banks of one river which was called on this account el rio del lino no indians were seen during the first day's march after which four indians came out with signs of peace saying that they had been sent to that desert place to say that we were welcome and that on the next day the tribe would provide the whole force with food the army master gave them a cross telling them to say to the people in their city that they need not fear and that they should have their people stay in their own houses because i was coming in the name of his majesty to defend and help them after this was done ferrando alvarado came back to tell me that some indians had met him peaceably and that two of them were with the army master waiting for me i went to them forthwith and gave them some powder nosters and some little cloaks telling them to return to their city and say to the people there that they could stay quietly in their houses and that they need not fear after this i ordered the army master to go and see if there were any bad passages which the indians might be able to defend and to seize and hold any such until the next day when i would come up he went and found a very bad place in our way where we might have received much harm he immediately established himself there with the force which he was conducting the indians came that very night to occupy that place so as to defend it and finding it taken they assaulted our men according to what i have been told they attacked like valiant men although in the end they had to retreat in flight because the army master was on the watch and kept his men in good order the indians sounded a little trumpet as a sign of retreat and did not do any injury to the spaniards the army master sent me a notice of this the same night so that on the next day i started with as good order as i could for we were in such great need of food that i thought we should all die of hunger if we continued to be without provisions for another day especially the indians since altogether we did not have two bushels of corn and so i was obliged to hasten forward without delay the indians lighted their fires from point to point and these were answered from a distance with as good understanding as we could have shown thus notice was given concerning how we went and where we had arrived as soon as i came within sight of this city i sent the army master don garcia lopez 
friar daniel and friar luis and ferrando vermiso with some horsemen a little way ahead so that they might find the indians and tell them that we were not coming to do them any harm but to defend them in the name of our lord the emperor the summons in the form which his majesty commanded in his instructions was made intelligible to the people of the country by an interpreter but they being a proud people were little affected because it seemed to them that we were few in number and that they would not have any difficulty in conquering us they pierced the gown of friar luis with an arrow which blessed be god did him no harm meanwhile i arrived with all the rest of the horse and the footmen and found a large body of the indians on the plain who began to shoot with their arrows in obedience to the orders of your lordship and of the marquis i did not wish my company who were begging me for permission to attack them telling them that they ought not to offend them and that what the enemy was doing was nothing and that so few people ought not to be insulted on the other hand when the indians saw that we did not move they took great courage and grew so bold that they came up almost to the heels of our horses to shoot their arrows on this account i saw that it was no longer time to hesitate and as the priests approved the action i charged them there was little to do because they suddenly took to flight part running toward the city which was near and well fortified and others toward the plain wherever chance led them some indians were killed and others might have been slain if i could have allowed them to be pursued but i saw that there would be little advantage in this because the indians who were outside were few and those who had retired to the city were numerous besides many who had remained there in the first place as that was where the food was of which we stood in such great need i assembled my whole force and divided them as seemed to me best for the attack on the city and surrounded it the hunger which we suffered would not permit of any delay and so i dismounted with some of these gentlemen and soldiers i ordered the musketeers and crossbowmen to begin the attack and drive back the enemy from the defences so that they could do us no injury i assaulted the wall on one side where i was told that there was a scaling ladder and that there was also a gate but the crossbowmen broke all the strings of their crossbows and the musketeers could do nothing because they had arrived so weak and feeble that they could scarcely stand on their feet on this account the people who were on top were not prevented at all from defending themselves and doing us whatever injury they were able thus for myself they knocked me down to the ground twice with countless great stones which they threw down from above and if i had not been protected by the very good headpiece which i wore i think that the outcome would have been bad for me they picked me up from the ground however with two small wounds in my face and an arrow in my foot and with many bruises on my arms and legs and in this condition i retired from the battle very weak 
I think that if Don Garcia Lopez de Cardenas had not come to my help like a good cavalier the second time that they knocked me to the ground by placing his own body above mine, I should have been in much greater danger than I was. But by the pleasure of God, these Indians surrendered, and their city was taken with the help of our Lord, and a sufficient supply of corn was found there to relieve our necessities. The army master and Don Pedro de Tovar and Fernando de Alvarado and Paulo del Melgosa, the infantry captain, sustained some bruises, although none of them were wounded. Agonies Juarez was hit in the arm by an arrow, and one Torres, who lived in Panuco, in the face by another, and two other footmen received slight arrow wounds. They all directed their attack against me, because my armor was gilded and glittered, and on this account I was hurt more than the rest, and not because I had done more, or was further in advance than the others. For all these gentlemen and soldiers bore themselves well, as was expected of them. I praise God that I am now well, although somewhat sore from the stones. Two or three other soldiers were hurt in the battle which we had on the plain, and three horses were killed, one that of Don Lopez, and another that of Vigliega, and the third that of Don Alfonso Manrich, and seven or eight other horses were wounded, but the men, as well as the horses, have now recovered and are well. End of Part 2 and Section 15